Hello and happy Monday, my friends. This is Amy Lee San Juan, just back from a beautiful tropical vacation. And also, as always, I am very excited to welcome you back to another informative episode of Cisco Champion Radio, where we cover topics across the Cisco portfolio to give you the insights you want and need. So today we are delving into our customer experience space, specifically focusing our, on our success tracks, which as we will discuss can help you turn your technology into value faster. So stay with us as we cover things like collaborative intelligence and our CX cloud platform, which can deliver insights and can help your business thrive. To guide the conversation, we have some amazing Cisco champion hosts. Thank you, Dan, David, and Shai for driving this discussion. And an amazing Cisco expert with here us w- w- ah, and an amazing Cisco expert here with us today. Welcome, Ronnie. So settle in and join us for the next half hour or so as we dive deeper into this topic. All right, let's get started with a lightning round of introductions. Ronnie, it is a pleasure to have you with us. Uh, we'll start with you. Tell us more about who you are and what you do at Cisco. Thank you, Emily, and happy to be on this podcast. So I run CX product management, which is essentially uh, helps me manage and build the CX portfolio of products and offers that is designed to get our customers to value faster. And uh, I've been in Cisco about eight years now. I've been part of many of the software journeys in Cisco and the last couple of years in CX, really helping our customers in a get to the, to the life cycle. Wonderful. Uh, Dan, you're up next. Who are you? What do you do? Hey guys, uh, Dan Sheldon. I'm a senior consulting systems engineer with Worldwide Technology, or WWT. I've uh, been here just shy of five years, and I focus mostly on kind of Fortune 10, Fortune 50 customers, uh, helping them with um, migration to you know next generation networking and data center networking and security. It's all mixed together. All right, David, tell us about yourself. Hello. Uh, well, my name is David Penalosa. I work as a consulting engineer for Verizon. And, well, I do more or less what Dan does, which is uh, I set up with the customers and help them to drive their network to some digital transformation. Sounds really fancy, though. I do a lot of SD-1. It has a little security, but mostly SD-1 and design, routing and that kind of stuff. And, well, I basically get paid for telling people what is good or bad or what is wrong and right. That's a kind of cool job. All right, Shai, how are you today? Who are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you, Amy Lee. Uh, it's great to be here. I'm Shai Silberman. I'm the Director of Network Services for San Jose State University. Uh, I uh, manage for the university a uh, good vast of the campus infrastructure from cabling, switching, routing, wireless, firewalls, and pretty much most things PoE uh as well at this point including voice so uh running a small city of about forty thousand people with lots and lots and lots of devices to manage so it's very exciting to be here uh on this specific episode he's shy but he's not shy i am but i'm not (laughs) don't be shy all right ronnie uh kicking it back to you can you help us set up um this conversation with a little bit more background or context on on what exactly we're talking about today Absolutely, Emily. And you said it uh, in a very clear and loud at the beginning in terms of success tracks and CX Cloud and collaborative intelligence. It's a new world. And in the old world, if you see, I would say in today's world, and our customers still rely on support, which is a very reactive mode of working with their vendors or their partners. So as and when they face a problem, uh, they need help, 
They obviously you know, go online, they call, and they get gold standard support from Cisco, uh, for example. However, the world is changing, and as technologies become more complex and business becomes faster and digital transformation and all of the experts on this call, I mean, and what they do every day, you know, for our customers, uh, both the Cisco and as our partner ecosystem, it is becoming more difficult to stay in touch with, you know, what needs to be done on the network or the application or their cloud stack or across the ecosystem or the environments, and they need more help. And so what we are doing with success tracks is really turning a pivot, going from reactive support to proactive help that's always available, either through digital means, through CX Cloud, or through experts available from Cisco and our partners that customers can reach out to to get help on every step of their life cycle. And when I talk about a life cycle, it's about buying technology, but also getting the use, the full value of it. And how do you kind of look at that maturation phase of really starting out a pilot and you know, going through uh, testing with a few users, going into you know, maybe limited production and then going worldwide or global or national and depending what your scope will be. It's an exciting journey for customers and we just want to bring this more help so the system becomes more efficient and value for both of us. So Ronnie, uh, I know CX is like a, I mean, has so much to offer, but like from your perspective, what are the like top three most exciting things about the CX cloud for the Cisco customer? Yeah, th there's a lot to choose from, Shai. And then as you've seen yourself, and I know, you, uh, you know we've worked together for many years. And so thank you for all the support that you've given us. Now, if you look at, you know, from a CX cloud perspective, uh, the first thing that is, it's, it's about digitization. So as the world is digitizing, think about that success tracks is the digitization of customer support. Because now you're going from expanding from the reactive sense to completely to a proactive capability. The second is once you digitize, now you're able to bring together new value in terms of insights and analytics that are fed by machine learning and artificial intelligence that has been the realm of Cisco experts. We have that intact. We use that when customers call us, but there was no way to share that with our partners and our customers. And now CX Cloud gives us the opportunity to do that. And then the third part is really you know, bringing together the focus on the life cycle with a whole host of new experts that are now online and available to our customers both from Cisco and our partners, you know, which is uh, uh, really giving them a focus on how to help customers get to value. So they have expertise on multiple domains, on understanding how customers need to use the technology, what are the best practices, and they are ready to share that in either at, uh, directly in sessions or through digitally in terms of uh, content that's available on CX Cloud. So Really, it's about getting the right information and the right expertise available at the right time when you need it most. I think that's perfect, Ronnie. One one of the things that my customers definitely struggle with is um, just managing the sheer breadth and disbursement of total, you know, network devices across, you know, global sites. Um, when you talk about lifecycle management, is it um, is there an integration with you know kind of some of the existing Cisco systems, so uh, Cisco Ready, uh, SmartNet Total Care Collector, those kind of things that validate what Cisco products the customer has already purchased and what are you know online and responsive in these customers' production networks? Is that you know kind of how it manages it on the back end? Sure, that and, and it, uh, uh, that's a, and a great starting point in terms of yes, it absolutely works with a CX collector or a CX cloud agent. Uh, in environments where, for example, there's no controller, 
But the beauty is, if there is a controller in the environment, let's say if there's a customer running a DNA center or intersite, and the environment is managed by that controller, we don't even need a CX participant. We don't need a CX controller or a CX collector. It can, the data can flow directly from the management device or the management application to CX Cloud. So we have full telemetry capability between uh, the controller and CX Cloud. So we know exactly what devices are online, as you said. And in the back end, we do have the connections to Cisco Ready and all our PSERT databases and our TAC databases to know what vulnerabilities exist, you know, when, which are contracts that are probably looking at uh, some kind of support milestone, whether it's an end of life or end of software maintenance, what might be certain preemptive things that we might need to do with the equipment. And so it's a host of information that, that is brought together and directly again from a controller, if that is connected into the CX cloud, or it could be certainly from a CX collector if a controller is absent. Okay, so in the same way, when you go to a Brazilian barbecue restaurant, you get the meat that is served on your plate. So we're talking about then all these juicy benefits and things and, and power behind the scenes and all that. But, but I'm missing something that the customers might want to hear is this roasted pineapple and cinnamon that comes right after the meat. So which are exactly these benefits that the customers want to hear? So what are we getting when we put all this heavy machinery in the background to do all the calculations for us and get things together, then what exactly is the, the, the group of collective benefits that the customers are getting? Am I getting maybe lower prices? Am I saving money? What's happening with my support? And in which way I'm leveraging all this information am I getting? Totally, David. And think about it, you know, if support is a crispy apple, I mean, we are now really going to, as you're describing, a juicy Oh, apple. I love this. See, these examples <laughs> will stay with me. <laughs> This conversation before breakfast is wonderful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what comes with the juicy pineapple? Let's talk about that. And that is, you know, the first thing I would say is it's really a better utilization of the capabilities, right? So uh, as we know, in all of our customers, they buy technology, but they might not get to the full value utilization because of multiple reasons. It could be project delays. It could be lack of skills. It could be uh, certainly change in timelines, change in priorities, you know, many things happen that kind of get you off track. So how do you set a goal and how do you share the best practices that help customers get to that outcome of getting to full value and full utilization of what was the original design and maybe even an improved design along the way? That is the first value. The second thing is, while we are on the journey, how do we do it faster, right? So what can slow you down is lack of information, uh, lack of expertise, at, uh, in a not knowing what exactly to do, what's the best practice. And if that is made available to you, now you can get there faster. Now, if you do two of those two things, you also get to lower cost because now you're making the, uh, the process much more efficient than what you could do. If you were to imagine and think about, you talked about switches, now switches having segmentation or a router and security even are becoming sassy. I mean, there are so many different domains now coming together in today's solutions. And piecing all those parts together and trying to get to an outcome is getting more difficult. So we, as Cisco and our partners through SuccessTracks and CX Cloud, already do that for you. So the information is already and always available on CX Cloud. And the access to experts is also facilitated through CX Cloud and the SuccessTracks so that you can get all of those three values. You get it faster, you get to your goal in terms of you know, getting to your design and your outcome, and of course you do it at lower cost. See, not just pineapple, also beans and rice, everything. It's oh, a full God, meal. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so Ronnie, uh, 
uh, you kind of brought up uh, talking about a little bit about the DNA center, uh, which is a controller. So can you elaborate on the difference between a controller and success tracks and how uh, they rely on each other and where success tracks uh, really adds on to having a controller? Totally, Cheyenne. And, great, and a great question from somebody who runs a 40,000 in a device network with, uh, or I would say maybe even tens of thousands more devices, 40,000 know, students in campus and, and, and faculty and everybody else in San Jose State. So think about it that you know, the controller is the operations platform. So the NOC and the network admin and the, in, in, in the DNA case on the campus is looking at and working with DNA Center all the time. That is the operation center for day-to-day uh, -day -day running of the network. What the success track helps in is augments that DNA center with lifecycle capabilities in terms of information, coaching, teaching, and as at one level, which is giving you that right information at the right time. And then the second part is, as I kind of described earlier, because of the digitization, now it becomes a platform by which to convey the massive amount of technology and understanding that we have in TAC which has been built over the years in working with millions and tens of millions of devices and millions of cases every year that Cisco sees. And some of those insights now can flow through digitally to say, okay, you have this vulnerability and these are probably the remediations for that vulnerability. And that kind of information was not easily accessible or not easily understandable across the breadth of the network. Now it is because it's all of that is digitized, it's in the database, and there are experts that are providing those recommendations. So it is, you know, it is the relationship between the lifecycle tool, the success tracks, the operations tool remains the DNA center or the controller. Thank you. Yeah, because I mean, it, it seemed like we needed to have uh, uh, prior to have to go to a lot of different portals at Cisco to get the whole picture, whereas now we have a single uh, point where it's all integrated. Now, I think something else that uh, I wanted to kind of get your perspective on is, you generally, like you said, the controller is an operational platform, but with success tracks, you're actually targeting a lot more actors than just the network engineers. So what are some of the other actors in an IT organization that you think would benefit from success tracks outside the uh, engineering staff or operational staff? Totally. I mean, as David said, and it's a full meal. I mean, there's apples, pineapples, and many things in it. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> So think about, you know, if we need look at a customer organization and shy, it'll be in a, probably a, your university looks the same. I mean, you have you know, certainly your staff and your team, you know, which is focusing on the network. You have your procurement folks that are looking to see, you know, what's now end of life and what do we need to budget for the future or what do we need to plan? And, you know, what am I getting the right ROI? All the questions that procurement asks for. So there's asset information that's available. There's information available for managers, for example, or at your level, or it's certainly you know, senior staff that's kind of looking at it and saying, are we doing the right in terms of value? Are we getting to the ROI? And where am I, for example, in the future, you know, we can share information about, you know, am I in the right space in terms of in a comparison with my uh, peers in the industry? Because it's a cloud-based platform. So today, as we start to grow the network and start, we have more customers anonymously, we can start to kind of provide those kinds of reports. So that is something in the future that can come across. But think about that's also a possibility. And lastly, I would say for the deep technologist that's kind of looking at that expertise, of course, you know, this is uh, you know, this is a gold mine of information uh, that's there. And um, and and the and last piece is, and I, I would say additional piece is that think when you want to get in touch with a Cisco expert, the system also is smart enough to get in touch with the right expert because it knows exactly what subject matter you're looking at, what issue or problem that you're looking at, and therefore, and who's the right expert can be brought online. 
So Ronnie, I don't think I have a single engineer, manager, procurement expert in any one of my customers that says, yeah, I don't want any greater visibility or, uh, <laughs> you know, reporting structure within my environment. So I think this makes a lot of sense. One of the first questions I would probably get uh, would be literally around procurement. How how would a customer actually purchase um, or, uh, you know, integrate CX into their environment? Yeah, and, and that this is, again, a transformation. So what we are really looking at is a wholesale replacement, I would say, in the next upcoming years of moving from buying just support, which is reactive, and which is kind of an insurance policy, right? If I have a problem, I, I go to an expert and I get help and I get my network back up, or my application back up. Two, saying, I want to make Cisco and its partner ecosystem stay with me all the time so that I can get help whenever I need it. And therefore, I'm really life cycle focused in which support and expert services and learning and insights and analytics are all part of the success track. And that is what we call together the collaborative intelligence. So essentially, the way I would buy, I would buy instead of buying support licenses, I would buy basically a success track license or a success track contract along with my product. And I would buy it, in a, again, preferably, of course, in a for the length of another you know, lifetime that I would use the product. But the idea is that this gives you support plus expertise, plus the insight and analytics and plus the visibility through CX Cloud. And uh, which is all comes together as one single package. So we all know that not everybody has the same taste uh, in in toppings. So not everybody likes pineapple on pizza. Um, are there other ways to purchase? One of the things that we've uh, we've seen is like a CX EA. Does that integrate within kind of the CX Cloud offering, or is that um, on the fringe of uh, kind of the CX umbrella? Yeah, no, great, great question. Uh, so think about this this way that. A fundamental capability within the success tracks is the inclusion of support. And we include a specific version of support, which is solution support. The reason we include solution support is because most of the focus and life cycle is about the interaction of what your technology that you purchased with other elements in the ecosystem. It could be a switch, you know, with segmentation, as I talked about, but again, you know, connecting with an IPAM system maybe connecting you know, with segmentation-wise in terms of you know, looking at user access and, and a zero trust in a security enablement. So all of that, to cover that from a support perspective, solution support is, is, is critical. What we have available on the EA today, the enterprise agreements, is the ability to buy solution support as part of the EA. That is already capability that's been delivered. In the future, and which is probably about, I would say, 9 to 12 months from now, you will be able to purchase your software and your success tracks together on the EA in a very simple manner, co-termed and with the full level of visibility that you need to manage that contract across the enterprise and all packaged together. So we are absolutely going in the direction, but we have started with solution support inclusion in the EA and solution support is the core element of support within the success tracks package. Okay, then I, I have a, another question. It doesn't have food yet. Well, I can make it, but I don't know. <laughs> so my question then comes uh, right into the the topic that you were discussing with Dan is that you would then require people to take ownership of certain areas. You will always need somebody who does the procurement. But there's another person behind him checking the billing. There's another person checking 
for example, the PM, checking what's the status of the life cycle, don't know, what's happened with the project, how many sites have been deployed out of blah, 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 progress. So then what's the audience for this? Because tech used to be then only one person, well, the technical teams, and then the technical teams had to do this English to English translation to a manager. So then what is CX providing to this so, I would say, so varied audience? Because all of them are looking for something completely different. Yeah, uh, and, and this is a in a huge organization change that we have gone through in in Cisco. Uh, you know, and I'll give you the Cisco story. And the, and as a customer, you would kind of look at um, you know your own story and how things need to change in the future. Because you know, certainly change is constant as we know it, and change is required in this case because we are kind of looking at a new way of engagement and interaction to get to that higher ROI. So in Cisco, what we have done is over the last two years, we have built an entire customer success um, organization, which has folks that are really looking at every day, 24 by 7, on how to get customers to value. And so these are customer success executives, these are customer success specialists, and these are in a success program managers that are working with our customers. And they are in a both from a strategy perspective, when you talk about the CSE, or from a domain perspective and a technology knowledge perspective when you talk about the CSS or the customer success specialist. So these are in addition to our TAC capabilities, which is our technical support staff. So think about even as an organization, and these are new folks that are you know, focused on that life cycle. So similarly on the customer end, I think you know, they will need to be thinking about how does my knock person get access to CX Cloud and what portions of CX Cloud does the knock person, person consume? And uh, from a procurement perspective, obviously there are sets of data that might be useful to me. And we have role-based access and we are kind of developing that. So it will be an amalgamation of multiple personas that are now, again, on a digital platform, much more easier to give them the right kind of information that they need when they need it. And, uh, and we are working towards you know, really making that happen. So we're starting with an MVP capability, but as we go forward, we will add more smarts to it. Okay, thank you. So, Ron, I mean, we, we talk about all these like main meals. No one talked about dessert like a pineapple ice cream or anything like that. I'm, I'm, I mean, no good meals without like dessert. But uh, I, I want to kind of talk a little bit more about like uh, the innovation aspect of uh, CX Cloud. Uh, and I see a lot of innovation there. Uh, now, innovation is a very broad topic, but I think one of the ways to define innovation is how it changes human behavior here. And uh, I want to kind of focus on that because, for example, I mean, one of the examples I think is, you know, now we're now ex exposing uh, attack databases and, and, and processes that were never previously available. So what are the other kind of process improvement in a, a human, human changing or behavior changing aspects of CX Cloud? Yeah, that's an interesting question, but uh, think about it from uh, this perspective that, you know, again, going from reactive to proactive is a massive transformation, right? So, uh, you know, when, when we buy car insurance, for example, we are basically waiting for, you know, something to happen, which is hopefully it's not too bad, but, you know, when that you know, accident happens or you, you knock something and you call the insurance provider and you get help and um, certainly, you know, that's, that's one way to go. But instead of that, now you have, let's say you're driving a Tesla, and Tesla is giving you all the time, it's keeping you updated and doing the lane change for you and, and suggesting you know, what you might be you know, slowing you down automatically you know, when you, the, the, the car in front comes to close. The CX cloud is that transformation because it now stays with you and you have more proven help 
you know, from Cisco and its partners ecosystem that's kind of pumping the right kind of knowledge, which is then able to interact with you both digitally and through experts, as I explained earlier, at the you know, at the right intersection of when you when, when you need the, that information or, or uh, that help. So from a customer perspective, hopefully, I mean, what we're trying to do is make life easier and simpler. And as you kind of go forward, make the budgets that you have and the money that you spend and your technology investments that you do give better ROI. Because at the end of it, you now utilize more of the technology, you utilize it faster, and you get to your business outcomes. Because ultimately, all of us you know, that are working uh, in a city to make... Um, make uh, that outcome possible, which is to get to our business goals. Thank you, Ronnie. I mean, you kind of brought up, uh, you know, the, the partners. And I think, you know, the CX Cloud is a customer portal about the, the customer experience of, uh, of interacting with Cisco. Uh, how does that also translate uh, into uh, the partners? Because I think that now uh, what you're doing is you're giving partners visibility into the customers that also they never had. No, totally. I mean, and the CX Cloud is actually has an adjunct. It's called the PX Cloud. And the P stands for partners. So if CX stands for customer experience, PX is partner experience. And so the partner can have full visibility into the CX cloud based on the customers uh, giving them the privilege and, of course, or the access to it. And uh, with that visibility, the partner is able to, one, you know, provide the help. Two, they are able to bring in their own content like ATS and accelerators and provide those to customers. And three, you know, clearly in terms of expertise, engage with customers and at the right time to provide them the right services. So let's say you know, there was a discussion going on over particular deployment and, and, and there was a technical topic and, and through the discussion, it, can, it comes about that you know, the right talent is not in the organization at this point and there needs to be a project that needs to be done by an outside partner. And uh, we are absolutely, you know, that facilitation of the conversation and how do we get faster to value pulls in the partner and pulls in the right expertise set from them too. And CX Clouds you know, helps that process. So, I, I mean, I really like how, um, I mean, one of the things I see is, is really helping customers realize their ROI, because I think what, what happens a lot of times is uh, IT organizations are very, very busy. They uh, they start implementing uh, a Cisco technology and they just get into good enough. And now that uh, management and, and a whole lot of folks have the visibility in how to actually take it to the next step to really actuate the ROI. Uh, which I think is a very exciting for uh, for a lot of customers. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you know, so Jerome Powell talks about full employment. Think about, you know, our focus is how to get to full ROI, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, and that is exactly, you know, what the goal is. Is uh, And again, I mean, to get there is a lot of steps. It's, uh, you know, that we need to break down and provide the steps to getting there. And CX Cloud success tracks and the collaborative intelligence does exactly that. It's like about mutual success. Talking about mutual success, actually, that was a perfect segue for it. So then do you have then some success stories? We always bring our biggest achievement, you know, I bet this lion on my own single-handedly while I was holding a fart. So then what's the, you know, the, the success stories that we, can, that we can hear from Cisco with regards to then CX? How has it helped some other, I don't know, big customers that usually their usually their experience end up being a case study, so we can demonstrate that it works. T- totally, and and uh, think about it, David, this way that you know we are working with customers right now. We're seeing this uh, movement on the life cycle accelerating. In fact, what we learn is that 
the folks that are probably invested and in spending the time learning and moving on success track, getting help from success tracks, they're moving 40% faster through the life cycle. And that will only improve going forward. The second part is we did a study with an outside agency talking to customers, and uh, and this was IDC, so it's a you know uh, certainly a reputed analyst company. They went out and got data, and we are looking at 125% north of ROI from the investment that you're making at, uh, in success tracks. And this is coming again from you know getting faster to value, getting doing it at lower cost, and increasing efficiency in the system of using that full in you know, a capability of features that. Uh, that you're buying with the technology investment. I can vouch as a customer we've been using it, for example, to make sure that we're staying on top of all of the security and keeping things up to date. This used to be a huge process of researching and trying to understand uh, what to do, what securities, and now the AI agent within CX uh, makes it very easy. It shows us our equipment and makes recommendations and shows us the risk level. Uh, it, it took this process from uh, from hours down to minutes, as an example. Totally sure. Sorry, and I, I'm sure you know you love the uh, ability to not having to go to YouTube and do hours of searches and not piece together information, but maybe sit on the side and enjoy your pineapple tart. Shai's comments were not by any means sponsored by Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ronnie, I think we talked pretty well about the value of it, the integrations that um, you know that that we can work with CX and, and PX, uh, how we pull the metrics that we want from the environment, how the customer can purchase it. Um, I think kind of the last component would be, you know, what's the what's the kind of overarching future vision of what CX means for Cisco and for Cisco customers? Yes, yeah, CX is, you know, really think about, uh, you know, is the realization of customer's value getting internalized in Cisco, right? So earlier, if you look at a hardware motion, I mean, it is, it's hard to kind of engage in the full life cycle because it's hardware only and it's, you know, it's deployed. And then certainly a lot of that is very manual in nature in the way that you need to interact. But now with full telemetry, full API-based integrations that could happen you know, with partner systems and customer systems and the full digitization through CX Cloud. And now you know, working together becomes so much simpler, easier, and faster. And uh, what we're really looking at from a vision perspective is really becoming the true partner to our customers, you know, both from a Cisco sense and a Cisco partner and ecosystem sense, so that we can get to our joint goals. And if the customer succeeds, Cisco succeeds, and our Cisco's partner succeeds. Perfect. Thank you, Ronnie. I really want to add to that. You know, as part of like the success, it's like I've, as a customer, I've seen, for example, DNA Center Assurance has been about the our user experience, and, and, and CX has really been changing our customer experience and the way we interact with, with Cisco and the vast aspects of it. Um, and and the, the medium that you have here, I mean, it's, it's like it's a very interactive medium that's kind of really gives you like the right information at the right time. And, and I can't speak to how much time and opportunity that can create for, uh, uh, for customers with large networks. Nice closing comment. All right, folks. Well, this has been another deeply informative episode of Cisco Champion Radio. I appreciate you listening in today and a special thank you to our expert and champions for being a part of today's episode. If you want to learn more about today's topic, just click on the link provided in the description below. And just a reminder, you can subscribe to Cisco Champion Radio on your favorite streaming platform and receive alerts on our latest releases. So wherever you're listening to us, make sure to hit or softly click on that subscribe or follow button now. I hope you all enjoy today's episode. See you next Monday.